You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Amen. 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 I know that people are hired to shout in the room. All right, um, let's take our seats. Good morning, church. Good morning. Um, thank you very much, Pastor BWS. Um, I thank you for uh, asking me to come back again. I think I was here three weeks ago. I think the general consensus was the message wasn't good enough. She says, yeah, you can come back again. You have to do better, right? So I'll try again today. Um, my name is Idris. I'm very much a part of LifePoint Church. I'm not a guest. All right, so whenever I come, I said to BWS, please don't introduce me. Just let me come and speak. And I think if that is fine, we can do that. All right, would you help me look at your neighbor and... Um, and say hi to them, but do it in a bit of attitude. No, 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 just do it, do it in a bit of attitude, you know. Um, please, do it in a bit of attitude. Don't ignore them, don't ignore them. And look at the person on the other side, the one you actually ignored. Because when I say look at your neighbor, you chose, you know, <laughs> you chose which one you really liked. So look at the other one you ignored and just tell them, I love you. Now that's a bit awkward, but yeah, it's try. Yeah. Okay. There was one, I love you, that was a bit loud, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, praise God. Uh, thank you for coming to church this Sunday. Um, I trust that as we share from God's word today, that God himself will speak to you. Um, if you haven't been in church for a bit, that's also fine. You're very welcome and you are among friends. Um, speaking about friends, I do have one gentleman who's my friend, Osaitin. Uh, he's coming through uh, today. Uh, he's a big friend uh, for me because I remember that when I was just getting saved in 1994, uh, 95, BWS was this? What time was this? Because we kind of age mates. Uh, so <laughs> in 94, 95, I remember going to his house during a strike and that single experience changed my life. Um, I remember he had the first, I think it was the first study Bible I had seen. I think it was a Maurice Cerullo one or something, I can't remember. I remember him, um, he had a car, so he took me around town a bit. I remember him introducing me to people, to Christians. He took me to my first formal church um, at the time. I remember he dragged me to Christ Embassy. That's how I, I remember him telling me one day and saying, oh, would you, if you had a million naira, what would you do with it? And explaining to me that until I understood what the purpose of that resource will be, that it was hard for me to bring it in. Um, and God has blessed me through him. And if you church, if you don't mind just applauding him and telling him, welcome. He's visiting from out of town. Um, so it's good to have you. All right. Um, are you the one going to play the keyboard throughout the message? I see you're wearing earphones. You can't hear what I'm saying. You're hearing. Okay. Can you play that? Uh, so I'm speaking about inspiration. So I don't know what songs you have. But see, look, I, can, <laughs> I can give you one. You can play um, Breathe by Dunsin. So you can play that one. All right. Or you, do you have any other ones apart from that one? You don't have any other one. You help him. So you just give him songs. He has just like Breathe. Um, but like I always say, Christian songs. Huh? <laughs> so you can't play Adekule's new one. That, that won't fit in the service. All right, let me, let me focus. All right, let me focus. Um, how many people here have been high before? One, two, 
Oh, hi. Oh, what kind of hi? How many kinds of hi are there? <laughs> I may have to calm down. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Which, okay, let's go. Let me rephrase it. Which kind of high have you been before? <laughs> huh? I in the Holy Spirit. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, no, not that one. Not that one. I mean high like you had weed. No. <laughs> All right. Um, and that is important because today we speak about inspiration, yeah? Uh, the... It is a genuine question, and there's someone in here who's, who's uh, not just been high, but you're also dealing with a, a prayer in your heart where you're asking God uh, to help you stop something. I will pray at some point, okay? Um, let's read Job chapter 32 and verse 8 to 9. I read it in the Amplified Translation. It says, but there's a vital force and a spirit of intelligence in man and the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. It says, those who are abundant in years may not always be wise, nor may the elders always understand justice. It says there is a spirit in man and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Okay? Or some translations will say, the breath of God, when you read verse 8, Job 32 and verse 8, the breath of God gives him inspiration. All right? When you read Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 27, the writer of the book of Proverbs begins to speak of the spirit of man being the candle of God. He says that God uses our spirits as a lamp to light up our lives and the picture that's been on my heart is as though each of us in our hearts carries a candle. Now, each of us carries a candle and it's whether that candle is lit by God or not. All right. So I'm just going to try and put the thoughts down on the table. I will try and push them into something that makes sense. And so, you know, preparing for this, because when your candle is lit by God, uh, essentially you are inspired, right? You are, you are inspired. So it is possible for you to be alive, but not inspired. It's possible for you to be well physically, but your spirit is not lit up by God. It is possible. In fact, in the book of Acts chapter 2, when, uh, when they speak about the fulfillment of Pentecost. He says, it will come to pass in the last days that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. So today, as we talk about the art of God, and then we talk about inspiration, it's a picture you must have in your heart that your spirit is a candle, is a lamp. Help me ask the person next to you, is your lamp lit? Is your lamp lit? Is your lamp lit? Okay, because you can be, you can be looking good, you can be educated, but your lamp is not lit. You can be popular, but your lamp is not lit. You can be bearded, right, but your lamp is not lit. You can be really fine, 
but your lamp is not lit. Inspiration and art are like, we call them like five and six, right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's hard to be artistic if you don't have inspiration. Um, and I believe that one of the reasons that God gives us the Holy Spirit and then inspiration is so that we can do his work because his work was always meant to be done artistically. When God creates the earth in the first place, he does something that is profoundly beautiful and not just nature, he creates us. When you look around the room today, it's a gallery of beauty, right? It's not just random people who showed up. It is, you are, you are sitting next to amazing beauty. The challenge, and I think BWS was teaching on this last week, <clears throat> is that oftentimes the world tells us what they think beauty is. So we say beauty, to be beautiful, uh, you must be a certain figure. And it's a lie. They say to be beautiful, you must be a certain height. And it's a lie. Or a certain complexion, or a size. And it's a lie. It's an absolute lie. Help me tell the person next to you, tell them I think you're beautiful. I think you're beautiful. I've been wanting to say this to you all service, but I didn't have a chance, but I absolutely think you're beautiful. Please tell them again, I actually think you're beautiful. I actually think you're beautiful. I actually think you're beautiful. The Holy Spirit. I do, that's all I said you should tell them. Like asking them for a date. <laughs> the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is giving to the church, is given to mankind to light up our spirits. And I'll try and describe that this morning. There is someone in service today who believes that they are not creative, who is generally in a place where they are lacking inspiration. In fact, there is someone in service today, perhaps, who has to run to all sorts of strange places to get inspiration. There's someone who has to smoke weed before they can code. There's someone who has to smoke weed before they can sing or they can write a song. But that is not how God created us to be. Help me tell the person next to you, tell them that's not how God created you to roll. That's not how God created you to roll. All right. The Holy Spirit. It says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So my point, my question to you, are you letting the Holy Spirit light you up? And I'll describe it a bit. I've always, I think I've described it before how a couple of years ago, got saved in the University of Benin. One morning, I am studying my Bible. And um, I have an unusual experience. Uh, I start to pray in my understanding because that's all I knew at the time. And at that time, I didn't know a lot of prayer language and vocabulary. And I know this because I remember being at a prayer meeting and they said round up. And after I rounded up the prayers, somebody else rounded up. Because... <laughs> No, I didn't know a lot of prayer. I'm not joking. This is 1995, guys. I really didn't know. You know, there's a way you can pray. And people were like, mm, mm, mm. So I think I just prayed, and the guy was like, no way. And this prayer, it's not going to go into heaven like this. So that guy, and I've I, I forgiven him for that. 
But this is me. So that was me. I just got in safe. I didn't. So I just pray my regular prayer, Bible in front of me. And as I do that, I start to speak in tongues. You know, I, I, I can't remember. I don't know what tongues it was. Just praying in tongues. And i like, what are you doing? And I, so I stop. I pause. I'm like, no way. And I start to pray again in my understanding. And I would pray for a bit and it would go into speaking in tongues. Ha! And I was just worried. And I would pray again and, you know, and then I remember going, I think the next day to a room with some Christians, a guy called Uche Okolokume, and I said to him, you know, I was praying the other day and I started to speak in tongues, but I stopped it. And the guy goes, no! You got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And I can't tell you enough how that has changed my life. Paul, when he writes to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, all the way down, says, I pray that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That uh, your eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. And so what the Holy Spirit does is that he opens our eyes and gives us supernatural exposure. So he opens our eyes and gives us supernatural exposure. Now, for that person who said, yes, you've been high before, right? That's kind of what happens, isn't it? <laughs> I know where we are in the service. You're like, this is the trick question, right? <laughs> How does he expect us on a Sunday morning in the house of God to say, yes, I've taken weed before, and I know what happened when you take weed. Okay, listen, you've seen your friends take weed before. <laughs> And you're, okay, yes. and, you're, and you're unwilling to lie because you're like, I can't also lie in church because if I lie, then an angel might tap me and say, but you're in church, you've heard of this Ananias and Sapphira thing. So you're stuck in the hard place right at the moment. This guy's even leaving the service now. He's like, man, I don't want to be here. I'm just kidding with but, you. But when you, what I hear, let's, uh, Samuel is an artist and he has dreadlocks, so he must have taken weight before at some point. <laughs> <laughs> And he likes to experiment. But if you take weed from what we hear, you get to a place where it kicks in. <laughs> right? Where it kicks in. Right? And at the place where it kicks in, things are different. You don't see men <laughs> regularly. Anymore. You begin to receive peculiar revelation. You find, you see patterns. There are colors that you perceive. Am I right, Samuel? <laughs> oh, wow. Everybody's just denying the thing. But I do hear there's a lot of... Uh, and we should have that conversation one day about whether Christians should smoke weed or have cookies. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, why did I come to church today? <laughs> because... What we're doing in that space is that we're pushing the car, guys. Because that place you get to when you've taken whiskey, alcohol, whatever it is that gets you started, the pills, is where God, walking by the Holy Spirit, actually meant to bring you to by the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Paul says he would open your eyes that he would give you enlightened eyes and the gift of 
recognition that even in the natural, exposure is such a big deal and has such a huge impact on inspiration, even in the natural. But the days you would read a book and you'd be like, my goodness, I'm so inspired. Just because your eyes have been opened a bit, the days you would travel, right? And you're like, my goodness, ah, I'm inspired. I remember um, I had the, uh, one day I was, I was in, um, you know how I used to beef people who do this when they preach, like if you're young and the preacher I said, so one day I was in Washington and Alice is like, who wants to know where you travel to? Because I was just beefing them. But now I'm not the one telling you guys that, so I understand. So one day I was in Silicon Valley, walking on the road, can you imagine? And, and you know, you're walking and you're seeing all these beautiful tech companies that you know about because you use their apps, right? And you're actually feeling, you can see where they are, LinkedIn. You can see the office. And I was so inspired. Some days you go into the presence of a really wise person. And you are so inspired. Some days you, you would see Shalala Wow, for example, and his girlfriend. And you're so inspired. Oh God, when? I need a girlfriend. I want to marry. That kind of stuff. Right? That is... You do have a girlfriend now. <laughs> okay, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Now, this is the thing. I, I, I kid a lot, right? <laughs> but, but in the natural, inspiration happens. But beyond what happens in the natural, the experiences that we have with the Holy Spirit are meant to bring us into divine conversations that inspire us in a different way. I like how Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18 to 19 puts it. If you read the Passion Translation, it says, and don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. I can stay on that a bit, but I don't think that is the message for today. Don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness. But it says, instead, be filled continually with the Holy Spirit. It says, and your heart will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord. And it says, keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. The first thing that people say after the Holy Spirit comes upon the church is that these guys must be drunk. You remember this because they have seen people who are drunk before God gives us the Holy Spirit to light the candles that our spirits are Paul says here to the church instead of you know drinking alcohol to the place where you get drunk and he says which is rebellion right he says why don't you get filled with the Holy Spirit. Bro, what song are you playing, man? What song are you playing? Which one is that? Sir, Kenny G? Breathe. 
Okay, but I can't hear it. I'm supposed to, you're supposed to be inspiring. We're supposed to be preaching together. That's my point. I'm not hearing it. All right? Okay. I like to distract myself, right? But are we letting the Holy Spirit breathe upon our candles, upon our hearts? Jeremiah 33 and verse 3 says, Call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things of which you know not about. Because sometimes at is almost, it's almost like copying because you would see things and you will replicate the excellence or the color or the beauty that you have seen. And then there's someone here, and I don't know who you are, who God is saying, would you let me breathe upon your spirit? All through preparing for this, I kept on getting that sense of rain falling upon someone. And I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I, if you read through scripture, the prophets will say stuff like, oh, you know, one day, on the Lord's day, I was in the spirit. And I heard a loud voice, like a trumpet. And they would begin to have all sorts of interesting things. In fact, Paul will have an experience in the spirit. And he would say, look, I can't even tell you some of the things that I saw. Because God wants to bring his people to a place where they don't just walk with the things that they see with their eyes or hear with their ears. The psalmist says in Psalm 18 and verse 28, I read a Passion Translation, God, all at once you turned on a floodlight for me. It says you are the revelation light in my darkness and in your brightness I can see the path ahead. Who is it that God wants to pour out light on them? If you live in a day like this, you need the Holy Spirit. If you drive through Lagos traffic, you need the Holy Spirit. If you live in a day where we're still contending with unbelievable incompetence in certain levels, you need the Holy Spirit. If you live in a day where people, everyone, and their dog is depressed, you need the Holy Spirit. And I do not play. The Bible says darkness is upon the earth and gross darkness upon the people thereof. This is not time, guys, for you to walk around uninspired. It is not time. It is not time for you to walk with your candles unlit. And it definitely is not time for you to take weed to fill that gap. Tell the guy next to you or the lady next to you, tell them no more weed, no, no more weed, no more weed. Tell them to get off that stuff. Tell them confidently, even if you're their dealer, tell them confidently. Even if they look like they're not, they don't want to hear you, tell her confidently, tell her no more weed, no, no more weed. Tell her get filled with the Holy Spirit, get filled with the Holy Spirit. I can see them in the choir, they're all pointing to one person. <laughs> we, might, we, might need to, we might need to have a small session here. The Holy Spirit, as he comes upon us and lights our candles, gives us unusual utterance and creative words. Unusual utterance and creative words. Unusual utterance and creative words. In the natural, a guy falls in love with a girl, becomes poetic. 
I know one or two guys who are specifically poetic around February. You know, it's Valentine, the kind of things they write. You know, Shakespeare doesn't even, he's a junior, he's a small boy. But some of you have been there. You never knew you were poetic until you fell in love. Yeah, say, 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 I saw her, thine eyes, can I start speaking? Normal English doesn't do. Thine eyes are like, I don't even, I, I don't give you my own lines because people copy them. So, but, but the Holy Spirit wants to give someone words. I, and I know this for myself because there are days when I've been, when the Holy Spirit has just been upon me, in me, walking through me, and then phrases start to pop out. I, I, and this is not just because I'm a pastor, it's because I'm a Christian. There are, days, there are people here who the Holy Spirit wants to give the, the gift of prophecy. In fact, you know, I get the sense at LifePoint, we'll see all sorts of prophets showing up shortly. And I, and I say that very, very honestly, that it's almost like a company of prophets are moving in. That knowledge, wisdom, spiritual song. I mean, sometimes you listen to a song that a Christian writes and you know that this song wasn't just that they woke up in the morning and, and they just decided, let me write a good worship song. Because when you hear the song, sometimes you're like, my goodness, where did he bring this one out from? The Holy Spirit literally sat upon his spirit and some sparks. And I mean, I'm, I'm being serious again and I'm not being funny. I, I, I have a friend who has a friend who is a, a music person and he, he's just sang a song with another boy, another guy. And when she was, she had these videos of about the creative process for that song. There was smoke everywhere. I'm not joking. I'm telling you what I saw. Not the smoke machine. There was smoke everywhere. So I'm sure everywhere. You know when everybody, the people smoking, the people who are making, everybody was high. That is how, that is the length they went to, to bring out that song. <laughs> but God is looking for someone in the city of Lagos today. Who would let the Holy Spirit reign upon them that he may give them unusual utterance and creative words. Because God and words, powerful. God and words, powerful. In fact, the first time I prepared the notes for this series, there was a phrase called the art of words. And I think I mentioned it then when I was speaking. Because God's artistic expressions are created and upheld by words. When God wants to be creative, he uses words. When he wants to create, he uses words. And the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3, I read a Passion Translation. It says, the sun is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor. The exact expression of God's true nature, his mirror image. Hebrews 1 and 3, the Passion Translation. It says, he holds the universe together and expands it by the mighty power of his spoken word. There's someone who should be creating, writing poetry on a daily basis in this place. There's someone who should be creating spoken word 
every single day in this place. I like Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3. It says, if you read it in the Passion Translation, Hebrews 3, 11 and verse 3, it said, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by the power of God's words. He spoke and the invisible realm, Hebrews 11, 3, please, in the Passion Translation, he spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. Do you want to put it up, Hebrews 11, 3? If you put it up, um, okay. But I read it again. It says, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully framed. This is the NKJV. If you put a passion translation up, that's fine. But it says that the worlds were framed by the words that God spoke. All right. Um, do you want to put it up or Hebrews 11, 3, Passion Translation? Um, okay, I'll read it. It says, faith empowers us to see that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by God, by the power of God's word. This translation says that the worlds were, f man, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? <laughs> okay, now you've, It's just because it's Sunday. And I've asked you a very interesting question, whoever's doing that. But, but just leave this one. It says that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were made of things which, were not made of things which are visible. That the Holy Spirit wants to anoint people with words. He wants to give you words. For someone in particular, as I, as I teach this, he wants to give you inspiration that will bet words that will counter words that have been spoken over your life. That particular person, their hurtful words that were inscribed on the tablet of your heart by people when you were younger. I don't know what the words are. In the place of communion with the Holy Spirit, he wants to inspire you and essentially give you words that will unwrite and will replace the things that people said about you. And because those words that people said about you have struggled with the understanding of the beauty and the value that you carry in God. And so the Holy Spirit, in that place of prayer, that as you just, you know, one day I worship, one day in the Word, one day just praying in tongues, you know, and then he gives you a word. He says, you are most beautiful. You are more beautiful than this. He gives you a word. He says, you are, you are, you are blessed amongst men. He gives you a word. He gives you a word. And that word, as you pray in the Holy Ghost a bit more, he says to somebody else, you are not going to be poor. In fact, he says to him, you are a wealthy nation. I don't know who it is. But he wants to give us creative words. Because when God himself creates, 
he begins to use words. I believe that the words of a Christian are some of the most powerful creative tools that the world has ever seen. So the Holy Spirit wants to come upon us to inspire us. He wants to open our eyes. He wants to give us words. And then he wants to give us new ideas. Quicken our imagination and channel God's thoughts through our minds. Because sometimes when we talk about the renewal of the mind in church, we keep talking about as if all God wants to do is to erase all the bad thoughts in the heart of a Christian. But beyond that is that he wants to bring you to the place where when he speaks to Isaiah and Isaiah says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. He wants to introduce those thoughts to your heart. Paul writing to the church in Corinth says, no man knows the thoughts in the heart of another man except the spirit of that man. He says, likewise, we do not access the thoughts in the heart of God except by the spirit of God. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon a Christian, one of the things that happens is that you begin to hear some of the thoughts of God. You begin to perceive some of the thoughts of God. And, and I don't know who it is that God wants to even share some thoughts about this generation with. Because if you follow what is on the streets, not only do you want to get out of here, you want to get out of here quickly. If you follow what is on the street, you would find that even the little inspiration that you came with has been dissipated. Sometimes you just have a conversation about Nigeria. You start with Twitter, then you go into the economy, dollars, then security. Then you find that you are depressed. I don't know if it happens to you. But there's someone who God wants to give a thought. And I don't know who it is. And I don't know what it is. There is someone that God wants to give a thought about an industry to. There is an Abraham that God wants to say, would you come on a journey with me? But it's not a journey that everybody else is going on. There's a lawyer that God wants to give a thought to about the future of the legal profession in Nigeria. There are thoughts that need to be accessed by Christians. That the Holy Spirit, who knows the thoughts of God will breathe upon our very minds. That the Holy Spirit will help us curate and capture the thoughts of God. You know, sometimes they say that necessity is the mother of invention. And there is a place where when people are in need, they become creative. But the truth is, if that is totally true then the less developed parts of the world should be the most creative parts of the world. And that is not what we see. And so, necessity in itself does not always spark creativity or inspiration. Whether there are pictures that God wants to paint on our hearts. But like Noah, he wants to give someone schematics. Like Moses, he wants to give someone blueprints. 
and I know you're an architect, Sam, because I talked about you and weed, which is not complimentary, so I have to balance it with saying something good so that you still like me. But maybe God wants to give you blueprints for some architectural design. Maybe he wants to give the worship team, who I think are doing an amazing job, by the way. I was just watching you guys lead worship here, and I was like, my goodness. This is, you know, one day we should just like, oh, PWS, you know, please let's get the worship team. We get on a plane, we fly to some country, we hold a concert, come back in time for Sunday service, if you guys are willing. Yeah? You are? Okay. We'll arrange it. PWS, ma. Is that okay? All right. But maybe he wants to give someone songs. Because there are worship songs that we sing sometimes that were as a result of people opening up their spirits to the Holy Spirit. But maybe there is a song for 2021. And, and so maybe there's a place where we need to just spend a little bit of time with the Holy Ghost. He wants to give someone ideas for agriculture. He wants to give someone pictures. I think we have a very narrow vision or idea of what prophecy is. Some of the most prophetic people I know are not pastors. One, I think one of the most prophetic people, persons I know is a business person. And, I'm, and she's a lady. And when I see her walk in the prophetic, I am amazed. And I'm not saying she works in a prophetic because she comes to say, hey, you, your, your name is uh, Sharon, Shasha Sharon, yeah, yeah, and she stammers a bit. And I'm not, if you're a prophet and you stammer and you do all that gymnastics before you prophesy, I'm not beefing you, that's fine, you have your own style. But my point is, the revelation of the heart of God and understanding what God is trying to do next or is doing next, I don't even see it on the pulpit enough. I see in people in business. So our vision of what it means to be prophetic sometimes is so narrow. There's a software engineer, some guy who's supposed to be writing prophetic code. And I'm not saying that loosely. There are too many people who are in boxes. That would get to the place where we let the Holy Spirit breathe and breathe over our minds. So you should have to breathe, Lord. Bro, so you should have to, that, what I said there, you should not play that... Don't you see how they do it like for T.D. Jakes? Don't you watch? <laughs> do you know the lines of the song, Breathe? Do you, how does, what is the first time? Uh, sir? What does it say? What's the first line? Help me. Father to child, spirit to spirit. By your word. Yeah, then lighted by your word. Then what's the next one? That's how I, that's how I come alive. Then what? That's how I come. That's how I change my world. Then it says, then goes how. Da, 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 da. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Just breathe your name upon me. Breathe. Lord. I know the next line. Your name, Yahweh, is your name. Breathe, Lord. Just breathe your name upon me. That any time we spend with the Holy Spirit is sacred. 
is powerful and is pregnant. Any time I spend with the Holy Spirit is sacred, it is powerful, and it is pregnant. And anyone who yields their life to be filled with the Word of God, essentially put yourself in Genesis chapter 1, to be filled with the Word of God, the spoken Word of God, and let the Holy Spirit brood upon you, will see that whole Genesis 1 creativity happen every single day. That the creativity of God will take what is chaos, emptiness, what we see in our country, in our day and age today. Genesis chapter 1, everything is scattered. And we see Nigeria, we're like, my goodness, this place is just scattered. Look, is this a, is this a look at the roads, look at the government, look at, look at everything, no light. But the Holy Spirit, the word of God is there. someone the Holy Spirit wants to give you new words new words new words new words someone the Holy Spirit wants to breathe upon you to write a book to write a script for a movie to come up with a theory I, I don't know who it is someone I can't even we're not even writing enough books for Christian books we're not writing enough and I, and I say that we're not writing enough because when, I hate saying when I was younger, <clears throat> in my earlier days, <clears throat> reading books was a thing. But I don't even, how many people here have written books? You've written a book? I thought your hand was up. <laughs> but, but it's true, but we should be writing books. I mean, where's Adrian? Adrian, you should write a book. You already have. So when I say when people are writing books, you've just been humble. Oh, I didn't see you. I'm so sorry. Good. The Holy Spirit is... Well, hope. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is upon Adrian. The Bible says there is a spirit in Adrian. It says, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. And Adrian's spirit is the candle of the Lord. And that through that candle, the Holy Spirit will light up the world. And meditating on the word... And praying in tongues, praying in the Holy Ghost, attested means of positioning for divine inspiration, for artistic inspiration. Let's sing that song together, if you don't mind, the breathe song. We just you use my key. Yeah. And then we'll just pray. If you don't mind today. We'll just pray. Follow me. Come where I can see you, please. Let's welcome Minister Follaby Noah. But come now, let's sing it. Let's sing it together. But don't show off. So sing, don't sing it in a complex way. Sing it in a way that we humans can sing. What's the first line? Spirit to spirit. spirit. Lighted by your word. And it's your breath of life That's how I come alive That's how I change my world Sing father to child Father to child Spirit to spirit Spirit to spirit 
Could we just pray in the Holy Ghost if you can? And our prayer this morning is very simple. That there will be a rain of the Holy Spirit upon us as a church, upon us as a people, upon us as a nation. And if, you, if you're not baptized with the Holy Ghost, that's also fine. Just go ahead and just lift your hands and say, Lord, baptize me with the Holy Spirit. We just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. Everybody, just go ahead and pray in the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter whether you are the multimedia console. It doesn't matter whether you're ushering, whether you're the drummer. Just, just pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Brand designs. It's now called beautiful, my God, my God, a people who were who were in darkness, they have now seen the light. 
someone who had become addicted to smoking all sorts of things that there's a, there's, a, there's a revelation coming there's a change there's a deliverance coming come on church let's just press in a bit more would you ask God to fill you up? I don't know who you are. Everybody, would you ask God to fill you up? Paul says, do not be filled with wine wherein it is excess. He says, but rather be filled with the Holy Spirit. Would you ask our Father to fill you up and say, Lord, every part, every space in my life fill with the Holy Ghost. Let, let it come to a place of overflow. Lord, inspire me. It's what somebody else is saying. You know how you've been at a dark patch. You've been at a patch where you've not been able to see light. You've not been able to see new designs. I don't know why I keep on coming to new designs. I don't know who you are and what conversation, but the Holy Spirit is, is trying to is trying to reignite something. You might even be a, a tailor or a seamstress, a designer, but there are new designs being released in this house. Let's just pray. should lie not a son of man that he will repent for the things that he has said Lord you said upon this last days that you would pour out your, your spirit upon all flesh that you would pour out your spirit upon Lagos Nigeria that you would pour out your spirit upon life point church that you would pour out your spirit upon Esohe that you would pour out your spirit upon Follaby upon Demilade upon Sharon upon Caleb upon A0 upon BWS upon all of us that you would pour out your spirit and that we would see dreams, we would see visions, we would prophesy, that we would be inspired in ways that we had never been inspired before. Our Father, we come to you in prayer. 
all over this house, all over this week, all over today. Let, let amazing, un, unusual, divine, supernatural conversations begin to happen. Let, let lights, let there be an overflow from the Holy Spirit. Let someone receive unusual wisdom and insight. Let someone in a dream receive blueprints and patterns. Over this house, Father, I thank you for an opening and an unboxing. It's as if God is removing the roof, is opening this place up. For someone, you, you have not been able to hold on to what God wants to do in your life by the Holy Spirit because you are still having conversations about whether you are the kind of person that God will use. But Jesus was born in the man in the manger by God's deliberate plan. He was born as a child of Nazareth by God's deliberate plan. That when people would say, can anything good come out of Nazareth? It's the same. He wanted that question to echo in your heart. A heavenly father, today I pray for that person who is bound in the chains of addiction who went to fetch water from the wrong well, who started smoking weed or whatever it is just as a habit and now as a, as a thing, but now it's, it's binding them, it's destroying their lives. Our Father, today we stand in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and we declare they are totally delivered from it. We declare they will not go back to it anymore. We declare that that aching and the hunger for it stops miraculously in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ any sort of addiction to substances, any well that we have gone to to drink from that is not the well that you ordained for us. Lord, we declare it is shut down today in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Holy Spirit, we declare that you would do in our lives that which you want to do. God's people shouted a big amen. Let's put our hands together and celebrate Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.